Welcome everyone as Hashem continue the Pelayit so it's Aleph Shin number ninety five and we'll be concluding our discussion about Achim, brothers, blood relatives, and the relationship we're supposed to have for each other, caring for each other. Same way we are supposed to look out after each other if we're not relatives, even more so if we are relatives. He concludes over here by expressing the main focus of Ava, of love, we're supposed to have for our siblings. The Iker Ha'ava, the main aspect of Ava, he Avas Hanefesh. Until now, we've been talking, if, if you know your sibling, your brother, your sister, they're struggling financially, and you are able to assist them, it goes without saying that you have to help them. But yet we have to say those things that go without saying, of course. Because unfortunately, not everybody understands that. And that's why the Pelioids is discussing this. Now he's telling us, besides for taking care of their physical well-being, make sure you look after their spiritual well-being. nefesh. It's the love for their nefesh, for their spiritual growth. If we don't care and take care of our siblings in a spiritual sense, he says there'll be tremendous embarrassment in the Oilam HaMS for the parents, for the parents of this child. Do we not care about our parents? So we have to do as much as we can for the spiritual well-being of our siblings. Therefore, a person sees a brother, a sister going in the wrong path. Or he's doing something which is not appropriate. Or he himself is not being careful. He should be concerned for his spiritual well-being as well as his parents' spiritual well-being. And the reason for this is because the parents are the ones who brought him into this world. And if the child has deviated from the proper path, it can affect the parents as well in their spiritual state. Now, there, of course, are exceptions to the rule where a child, the parents did everything they can in a positive way. And unfortunately, for other reasons, the child didn't, didn't stay in the proper path. He tells us over here, I want to focus on these words for a minute. He says, He says, you should rebuke your sibling. What type of rebuke? With the rebuke, which is megula me'ava. The love you are expressing is pouring out. There's a word of rebuke. And sometimes people take the word and they call it criticism. Which is generally defined as a negative connotation. If you tell somebody something that they might be doing wrong, then why are you criticizing me? Why are you giving me toichach? Why are you giving me musr? It's looked as a negative. 
It's looked upon as a negative. And he's telling us over here, say what you have to say with an overwhelming expression of Ava. You know, as I'm saying this, and I told you that when I give Shurim and I have a story that passes into my head, I heard from my Pesach Kron, B'Shem Rav Shalom Shadron, that it's a simim and a shemayim that Kosh Baruch is giving you a maisa to share. And I, I, I see the picture of a friend of mine who has one of the most nicest smiles in the world. And he would use that smile to turn around to someone who was talking during davening and put his finger on his mouth with the biggest smile in the world. You can't get upset at him. I'm telling you, he's just, you, you just... You, you, you just can't get upset at him. Now, the same the same reaction, and it's not easy, because when you see someone disturbing your davening, you want to throw him out of shul. You want to throw him out of shul. What are you doing here? And we had we had learned yesterday in a different shir that if a person is in the shul and people are davening, and they talk during the davening, unfortunately, even those who are not talking, their tefillahs might not go up to Shemaim and be accepted. Because there's an avira. There's a toxic air pollution in the spiritual sense. But you want to do it in the proper way. Let the person see and sense what you're telling him is because you love the person. And it's not easy to do this because we get emotional and we get excited. And then sometimes the other person, the recipient of what we're saying, is totally not receptive. Totally not receptive. But he continues and says, Do b'noyem siach, in the pleasant, sweet voice, in the pleasant, sweet approach. In the soft voice. Sweet, sweetness. You know, there's some people that you define them as a very funny person, as a very happy person. And some people are sweet. They just push it sweet. You don't need to put honey in the chal when you're next to them. They're just, it's just so sweet. And to your brother, you should say, Let's strengthen ourselves. Just like we said at the end of last week's parsha. To do the will of our Father in heaven. Because that's our obligation and that's what's beneficial for us. You hear this? It's our obligation and it's the best thing for us as well. Say such nice, good things like this as well. That they're leaving the heart and therefore they enter the heart. And he's referring to the Maimon Chazal, things that leave, words that leave your heart, from the heart, they enter there, they pierce through the other person's heart as well. And you should continue to speak to the person until you bring him back to the proper path. And as much as you're able to strengthen your brother and his children, you should try to do so. And you'll receive a bracha from Hashem and your father and mother 
for all the good that you're doing to your brother and your father's household. And this is the proper path a brother should take to be concerned of the spiritual condition of your relatives. The wise men should listen to these words and add on as much as he can with Chochmah. Of the Peleoites. This is the end of the Peleoites on the topic of brothers. He concluded by saying we should try as much as possible to do what we can for our brothers, our sisters' spiritual growth. I just want to conclude. I just want to conclude by saying that we should not take these words, which are 100% MS, and then go ahead, reach out to a relative, and start trying to make care of them in a way which is so useless and so not beneficial, and the only thing it's going to accomplish is by pushing them away further. We should not, and you say, what am I saying? I just I just said, Pelagiot says you should do that. The Pelagiot is talking about a situation where if you say something, it's going to be beneficial, so say it. As Chazal tells us, the same way it's a mitzvah to say something, if it's going to be listened to, so too it's a mitzvah not to say something. It's very difficult. It's a mitzvah not to say something. You know why? Because it's only to cause damage. And if we shots up the situation and we realize anything we say on the topic will be a negative gain, we will not gain anything from it, only going to make the situation worse, then we should not say anything. But this first step we have to realize, and this is what the Peleots is telling us, is our responsibility, is our obligation. It has to be on our radar to be concerned for our siblings' spiritual wealth as well. And there's something we can do that is only positive. And it's, it's sometimes much more difficult. And the Chazanish says it accomplishes even more many times than the physical acts that we do. And that's tefillah. We can always daven. Hachazireinu v'shuva shleima v'fanecha. We daven to Hashem that they should come back to a complete Shuva Shleim. You might not see it, we might not see it, but we don't know the positive step that they took in the right direction. We don't know this. Hashem knows this. And I'm talking about a situation where we're not able to say something. But if we are able to say something, the Pelioid says, make sure it's on your radar. Make sure you're concerned about your blood brother. And do something for their nefesh. The ikir ava hi avas ha nefesh.